Hi, I'm Ben Goldstein, and you're listening to the Ben O'Clock News. Welcome to today's Sleepy Sunday. The police haven't caught up with me yet, so I'm still here at the microphone, wishing you the sleepiest Sunday that you could possibly have. Last Sunday, we finished part two of a Slackwater channel, and if you don't mind, I'm going to carry on with part three. Just to fill you in with where we got to in this little tale, we've got two people in a car driving in a smoky part of the world. And uh, one of them picked up the other, hitchhiking, and uh, they went to a little underpass where there were some ants and a spider got killed on the end of a stick. So, let's carry on with part three. Three. I know who you are, by the way. The driver didn't answer for a long time, but kept his eyes on the road, taking his time with the cigarette he'd lit, sitting back in the car, staring out at nothing beyond the dash. Is that right? The small man was snatching quick glances across at the young guy with the mid-length hair, the thick, dark brows. He shuffled slightly and coughed a little, trying not to look too much. Yeah, I didn't know at first, but then you said about, uh... Well, I know. The driver nodded and tapped his thumb on the wheel. I actually saw you play once. Is that right? Well, my girlfriend bought me. I don't really remember. She took me to loads of gigs up there. I must have seen every up-and-coming band in the country by now. He laughed, a nervous, awkward chuckle that hung in the silence, then died. You seeing her in town? No, I, uh, well, no. Shame. Might be nice to have someone to talk to. Yeah, very funny. I know I talk a lot. It's just, well, it's not every day that you... If she knew where I was. He trailed off and looked quickly out the window, rubbing his nose again and wrinkling it side to side. The sun was coming in real low now, and both men had found thick, Square sunglasses that reflected the brilliant oranges and reds that filled the car with a fire-like warmth and color. They sat, two laser-eyed, stony-faced creatures in a ball of red sunset, speeding through the low hills, the hairpins and stomach-jerking curves, evening out into wide, sweeping bends that looped in smooth, curling glides through the newly green trees. Do you mind if I... I've got a CD that maybe, uh, well, it's got some music that you might... The driver's eyes narrowed behind his glasses. Music, he thought, is the last thing I want to think about. He grunted and pushed eject on the player that beeped and clicked, a silver disc sliding out. Thanks, I, I think you might... Well, what's got into you? What's got it... S- sorry? Me? Yeah, what's wrong with you? You've gone all, oh, uh, sorry, do you mind, oh, er, have I? I didn't mean, I mean, I, sorry, there you go again. Can I play this? He was holding a CD case, a rounded square of soft black felt or plastic with a zip around three sides. Sure, go ahead. The drive buzzed as the CD clicked in and hummed for a while, whirring round to laser on the start. 
The music man hesitated, then reached forward and pressed the next fast-forward button to skip on a couple of tracks. That's my favorite sound, muttered the driver, not really to the stutter bluster man. When the player's looking for where to start, and it's humming a little like that, the anticipation, and then... As if on cue, music sprang from the car speakers, an acoustic guitar and a tap, a simple rhythm, the cover of something old and classic, a spiritual song. You know this track? asked the shuffly man. Oh yeah, I know it, came the reply. Then she started singing. A pure soul melody that promised redemption through the washing away of sin. The two men sat driving and listening till the sun went flat rouge and the CD buzzed and clicked out. They talked only very little and of not much consequence, except one would say, I really like this one, and the other would say, That's one hell of a voice. And when the first chords on track nine chimed out, the first man said, This is my favorite, but also... and trailed off. When the album was over, the stout man pushed eject and slid the disc back into its soft black case, zipping up the three sides. The road was laid out Roman before them, and they went along for a good while in easy silence, the signs flashing by as they passed out of the hill country and into the plains, then on past towns, over rivers, through forests, and the sun cut in half, then thirds, then fifths, and the driver reached down and flicked on the beams as the digits on the signs take down. And that's the end of part three. Thank you very much for listening in with me. As always, I hope I'll be back with you next Sunday. I'm moving to a different location. Um, I've got wind that the police have uh, got some uh, information about my whereabouts, so I'm going to have to be on the run for a bit, but I hope I'll have a microphone wherever I end up. That's all from us here at the Ben O'Clock News Studios on the road. I've been Ben Goldstein. Goodbye. (laughs) 